coming up on One Day at a Time. Sometimes the reason why tension exists in your relationship is because your identity is all wrapped up in this relationship right here. All you're doing is waking up every single day and being in this relationship. If this relationship is on your mind 24-7. Your kids, I get them. I love my kids too, right? But the kids, the marriage, the mortgage, that's all that's on your mind. You don't have space to think about anything else and I want you to understand how dangerous it is to be in that space that you're in welcome to the show I'm your host Karina F Daves as a life coach I help women of color put themselves first by setting boundaries in order to get their lives back and what that means is that I love helping women figure out who they were before they invested in all of their relationships and responsibilities and their life roles as a partner in their career in their education as a mom as an entrepreneur who the heck were you and where did you lose yourself? I want to help you resurrect the side of you that was made for more by setting boundaries, by teaching you how to put yourself first, how to say yes to yourself and no to everything else that doesn't serve you and isn't aligned with your God-given purpose. Because I'll tell you one thing, I bet it's been a really long time since you did exactly that which is live this beautiful life that God has put you on earth to have. On this show, one day at a time, we explore all things boundaries, all things relationships, and the very purpose that God has for your life. I share with you not only my own personal testimonies and revelations that have occurred in my life, but the transformation that we've had with the women that I coach and serve in my private one-on-one life coaching program, where I teach you how to set boundaries to put yourself first and get your life back. You see, one thing that God wants for you is the ability to stand firm on your values, stand firm on your faith, and stand firm on your purpose. And working with me will allow that transformation to happen in this season of your life. God doesn't want you to remain chained down to stagnation, chained down to lost thoughts. He wants you to be raw, real, authentic, and at the front lines of your life because you deserve it and you deserve more. Listen, if you're at the point in your life where you feel lost and you feel like there's a side of you that needs to be resurrected, a side of you that was lost in your commitments, in your relationships, and all of your responsibilities, then I want to help you in this season of your life by being your personal life coach. If this message resonated with you, head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com, click on coaching and sign up so that we can get on a call to figure out what's going on with you and if we can partner to work together in this season of your life. I want to help you because I love you and I don't even know you, but I know that you are God's daughter and you were meant for more. You understand? I cannot wait to hear from you because it is my firm belief and one of my values that shared experiences and our shared testimonies is the very thing that is going to elevate each other and propel each other to the next level. This podcast that you're listening to right now is all for you. I could care less about the views, about the downloads, about the squares and my content. What I care about is the value that it brings to build each other up, to continue being God's conduit on earth to serve and coach 
women like you. And that is why I'm excited to share that in 2023, I will be launching my first ever group coaching program called This Is Church, where women will have the opportunity to take their story of suffering to one of glory in my three-month group coaching program. If you're interested, go to the link of my bio on Instagram or visit my website, KarinaFDaves.com. Go to coaching and drop your email in there to hear for more. I cannot wait to meet you. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it, leave a written review, rate it, do whatever you want with it, share it with all of your amigos, but understand, and I'll never stop saying this, is that this podcast and everything I create is for you. It's meant to serve you. It's meant to coach you. It's meant to guide you. It's meant to mentor you. It's meant to be there for you. You are the most important thing in your life. You understand? And I want to help you set some boundaries so that you can put yourself first in getting your life back. I love you so much and I cannot wait to meet you. Amigos, como están? Welcome back to One Day at a Time with your host, Karina F. Daves. Today we're doing an episode called My Husband Cheated on Me. This is something that I rarely talk about. Um... You know, my husband and I are very much the same, but also very different people. We have a whole bunch of differences between us, but he's been, um, you know, he's been in this act and, you know, cheating on me for actually a very long time. Probably it started, I would say, about five, six years ago. Um, And he warned me about her. You know, he was very honest with me. And I've even met her and, you know, way before she even came into the picture, my husband told me that this was something that he was going to participate in and I needed to make the decision whether or not I would support him. And, you know, it's interesting because while I say my husband cheated on me, I want to tell you why it felt like he was cheating on me. So my husband's side chick, her name is Ghost. (laughs) She is, I don't even know what type she is, but she's been living in our garage for a very long time, for probably over five years, okay? And she takes up a lot of his time, a lot of his energy, a lot of his mind, a lot of the time that he takes to research, a lot of the time that he takes to go to these events. And my husband told me a very long time ago that this was his dream, that being with Ghost and working on Ghost and, you know, practicing that engineering part of his brain was something that was always going to fill him up. And it was a release that he needed and he wasn't going to change that about himself. And I remember how when we first got together, it's not that I didn't believe him, but for me, I was like, that's a really big project, right? Like building a race car. Yes. (laughs) Everybody's like, don't play with me. Yes. We call him a her. Yes. Cars are hers. And my husband's cheating on me and has been cheating on me with a, with a car named ghost. Okay. And I want to talk about how when your partner has hobbies it essentially feels like they're cheating on you, 
right? Because they're spending so much time doing this other thing that has absolutely nothing to do with your relationship. And for me, it wasn't that I didn't believe my husband would be so much into this hobby, but I didn't understand it. I didn't know why he was doing it. And especially when you're starting out a relationship or you just got married, you have this idea in your mind. At least for me, I had this idea in my mind that like we had to spend every single waking moment together, right? That like everything we had to do was for each other. Every single event, every single um, outing. Like I just felt like that's how you build, right? And who was I to know? I grew up with a whole bunch of people getting divorced around me and somehow I showed up to my marriage believing that I knew what I was talking about. And so when my husband shared with me that he was going to build Ghost and spend so much time with her, I kind of was like, whatever, like it'll come when it comes. And then around, I would say the first three years, it was a lot of research and a lot of attending events, right? So that's where his time went. And I remember feeling a little like, well, you spent so much time in this event. Well, like, what about us? And like, I spent so much time, unnecessary time in that headspace, and it really didn't serve me, right? And I think that the reason why I spent so much time there is because I was trying so hard to understand my husband's passion and his hobby. And what I want to remind you of is that sometimes in our relationships, we think that supporting our partners in their hobbies, which when they go and do their hobbies, it feels like they're cheating on us, right? Because it feels like they're away doing something else when they should be spending time with us. It feels like in order to support them, we have to literally know every single detail of what it is that they're doing because they're not doing it with us. And that's not what support is. You see, supporting your partner is literally just supporting them. You don't have to know the details of it. I don't know. One, I don't know why he loves it. Maybe I do know a little bit. Two, it's confusing to me. I don't know why anybody would build something to then risk their lives especially after having kids. But like, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know the mechanics or the engineering of it. I don't know where certain bolts go. Like, I just don't understand it. And it wasn't until I divorced the idea of needing to understand every piece of his passion that I could actually support him. You see, your inability sometimes to not be able to support your partner really comes from you wanting to know every single detail of what it is that they're doing outside like for themselves like a hobby outside of what they're doing with you and I came to remind you that like that's not what support is support is surrender support is release support is allowing your partner to do these things even though it feels like they're cheating on you right which is why I'll actually share after this live, if you're listening in my podcast, you can go back into my lives and my stories. I will share a personal live that we actually did maybe two years ago where we titled it, My Husband is Cheating on Me. And Terrence shared his story of his passion with Ghost and who actually like Ghost had several names. She was Ghost. She was Jersey Corn. And I think the beautiful thing over the years is that, yes, has building this race car taken a lot of his time, a lot of his energy, a lot of his brain power, absolutely. But it wasn't until I surrendered the idea that he could be spending the time that he spent on that car with me that our relationship became much more yin and yang, much more supporting each other. 
You understand? Like there, I had to really divorce from that idea that he, and, and compare the idea that he was, that it felt like he was cheating on me because he was doing this other thing for himself. And mind you, I also want to say that I was young, like we were in our 20s, right? And maybe age has something to do with it. Maybe as you get older, you don't necessarily feel the same way. So I do want to point out that I was, we were about 28, 29 years old at the time. Not that we're much older now, but I, I want to say we weren't as mature in our relationship as we are now. And I really needed to separate myself from one having to understand every single detail of what he was doing, why he was doing it. And two, I needed to stop comparing his time. Like I needed to stop clocking him. And you know what I mean? Because that's his passion. And he might have, he has actually a whole bunch of other passions, okay? My husband builds race cars. He roller skates like on a, you know, the team when they hold hands and like, you know, do stuff. Um, like the train and all that. He skateboards. Um, I'm trying to think what else he does. He does a lot. He four-wheeler, motorcycles, a lot of adventures. And I'm not necessarily keen to loving all of them, but I love him and I want him to be happy. And my the last point that I'll make before I move on is that our relationship had a very deep shift when I no longer compared what my husband was spending his time on with his passion and what he did for us. I allowed my spirit in a way to support him without having to understand every single semantics of what he was doing, right? Give me an amen if that makes sense, okay? For those of y'all that are that are watching this live. Um, so three things I wanna say about allowing your partners not necessarily to cheat on you, but have this hobby that feels like they're cheating on you. Um, let me, let, I want to give you three pieces of advice when it comes to um, your partner having hobbies, okay? Numero uno, thanks Joe. Numero uno, hobbies are necessary, okay? They are your partner's form of outlet. They are what your partner needs to feel like themselves. And I'm pretty sure your partner told you their hobbies when you got together. And now you're trying to ignore them because you feel like the focus should be back on your relationship and you both building a family, which is great. Y'all should really do that. But at the end of the day, your partner needs hobbies uh, separated from being with you. It gives them an opportunity to release and have an outlet that isn't all about this relationship. You see, plenty of us listen to the world that tells us that, and I'm sure everybody's heard it, give me an amen if you have, that once you get married, your life is over. Why do we subscribe to that idea? Like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, that once you get married or in a long-term relationship, that your life is over, like happy wife, happy life, and all of these other things. Like, that's not healthy. <laughs> that's not healthy at all for you. Don't subscribe to that idea. Your life should not be over once you get married, okay? It should be, yes, there are ups and downs, but there should be freedom. There should be surrender. There should be understanding. You guys will argue and you will, you know, continue to be in a space where you're trying to learn each other, right? But your life is not over. And plenty of times we subscribe to the idea that our life is just our relationship when we get married or that our life is just about these kids or our life is just about hustling to pay this mortgage or, you know, those are the top three things, right? Money, kids, and, you know, food on the table or whatever. And your marriage is much more than that. 
like, I want you to sit back and ask yourself, do y'all really believe that God invented the covenant of marriage just to hustle, make money, put food on the table and have these kids? Like, that's not, he invented it for much bigger. Your marriage has a much bigger uh, purpose than that, okay? So your hobbies, your partner needs hobbies because they're necessary as a form of outlet. Numero dos, you don't need to understand their hobbies in order to support them. I, not only do I not understand racing, okay, I I feel horrible saying this, but I'm going to be truly honest with you. I could care less what happens in that world. I feel like my husband is talking to me in a much different language when he's talking to me about his hobbies. I have no idea what he's talking about. However, I listen, I support him. We, you know, figure out how to make his hobbies work, my hobbies work, and in essence, find time for each other. And numero tres, the last thing I'll leave you with is that I want you to understand that your partner having hobbies allows them to release and then in turn release tension in your relationship. Okay, you see, sometimes we spend so much time up each other's butts that you don't realize that your partner having hobbies on their own is a form of release in order to release the very tension that exists in your relationship. You think that the way to fix the tension in your relationship is to continue just being around each other 24 seven, talking about the problem over and over again and realizing and not realizing that you're not finding a solution. You guys need to be apart from each other. Y'all need to separate for some time. And part of that separation is, yes, you both can go on for a walk. But part of that separation is also having your own thing, right? Your own thing, like a hobby, like, I don't know, racquetball or running or brunch with your girls, like your own thing separate from your relationship. You still have an identity that is very separate from your marriage, right? Like I'm a wife. I'm a partner and I'm a friend, but I'm also an amazing girlfriend to my friends. I'm also an amazing entrepreneur, an amazing, you know, woman of color in tech. I'm also an amazing writer, amazing podcaster. Like I have an identity outside of my relationship. And sometimes the reason why tension exists in your relationship is because your identity is all wrapped up in this relationship right here. All you're doing is waking up every single day and being in this relationship. This relationship is on your mind 24-7. Your kids, I get them. I love my kids too, right? But the kids, the marriage, the mortgage, that's all that's on your mind. You don't have space to think about anything else. And I want you to understand how dangerous it is to be in that space that you're in. Hola hermana, if you're interested in a life coach and working with me in my private one-on-one life coaching program, head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com and book a sales call with me. I want to help you finally be yourself and break away from the shackles of everything that everybody else has spoken over your life. You see, this is the season of your life where you plant a seed, where you harvest, where the fruit that you bear is good for you where you finally get to put yourself 
first. And listen, if you're more of a reader and you really enjoy reading blogs, head over to my website, KarinaFDays.com, where I write about all of my testimonies, all of my revelations about my marriage, my toxic relationships, having my first child, being a stepmom, all of those gems are there to help and guide you through this thing that God calls life. I seriously can't wait to hear from you and meet you one day. Honestly, te adoro y te quiero con todo mi corazón. That space doesn't serve you and hobbies and having an identity outside of your relationship, outside of your marriage is the solution to the conflict in your relationship. Hobbies allows you to have an identity outside of those walls. You see, hobbies allows you to come back into your relationship fulfilled with peace, with clarity, with energize. Every single time my husband goes down the racetrack, even on the days Let me tell you something, even on the days where he may not make the numbers or not the voltage, I don't know what it's called, but help me out here. It's something with pressure. I don't know. It's something miles per hour. There's something, call it. I don't know what it is. But even on the days or boost, I don't know, even on the days that he doesn't make the numbers or the stats that he wants to make, I'm telling you this and I'm telling you this now, okay? My husband and I, have the best sex when we both go and do our own thing. You have to miss each other. You have to have an identity outside of your marriage. God placed you both together for a reason. Yes, and your marriage is an amazing thing and God has a purpose for it, but God still has a purpose for you. And he still wants you to be intimate with your partner. You understand? And having that release outside of your marriage allows y'all to come back, be energized. Your intimacy is better. Your conversations are better. The clarity is better. Everything is better when your relationship is allowed the permission to have a release in the form of a hobby, in the form of a run, in the form of getting together with sober, wise counsel type of friends. Your marriage needs that. It's the very thing that is conflicting in your marriage marriage, you spend way too much time together, way too much time up each other's butts. You're sick of each other. Like, I don't understand why couples are like, I'm tired of them. You're tired of them because you spend all day with them. (laughs) You need an identity outside of your marriage. Okay. Now, listen, my advice to you right here and right now, I'm not telling you to leave your partner. I want to make that clear. I'm literally telling you that Having an identity outside of your marriage, outside of your relationship is crucial. It's crucial for it's, I don't know what the word is, but it's crucial for it to grow, for it to live, for it to be strong. You understand? You need that. And listen, I know plenty of couples that love being up each other's butts (laughs) and love spending every single waking moment with each other and kudos to them. I'm not speaking to them. I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to you who's felt for a long time that you've needed a break. I'm speaking to you who's felt in their heart for a very long time that they want to go back to that hobby they used to do. You want to go back on the basketball court. You want to go back to yoga. You want to go back to spending time with your friends at brunch. I don't know. Whatever the case is, you want to go back to it. That feeling that you have in your gut about that thing that you want to do will never stop knocking. You'll always feel it. You'll always feel it. And watching my husband 
for the first, I would say, three to four years have not having a ghost who he was cheating, who he eventually cheating on me with or felt like he was cheating on me with. It was interesting because I watched him long for something and desire something that really um, just like grew a certain side of him. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but like it, I don't want to say it completed him, but there is something about Terrence building a race car that I would never, looking at it now, I would never want to come in between that. I would never want to come in between my husband's hobbies or his passions, no matter how much it felt like he was cheating on me with, right? You don't want to come in between that. And listen, for the record, I'm talking about like healthy hobbies, okay? I'm not talking about other stuff that's not good for your relationship. I'm talking about your partner needing those outlets. You understand? Uh, looking back and, and seeing the fruits of my husband having the freedom. Like, I, could, I wish I could FaceTime him right now. I don't know if I can. He's in the garage right now. And I could care less. <laughs> I'm here with y'all, right? And eventually, we'll, we'll meet up and we'll talk and we'll spend time together. But like, I'm not saying that it's easy, but what I am saying is that on this side, it's necessary. It's necessary for your partner to have that release. Do you understand? Okay, listen, all of my podcast episodes are short because I don't have time to record for an hour and you don't have time to listen for an hour, all right? I love you so much. Um, can I pray for you? I'm gonna pray for you anyways. Okay, let me pray for your, actually, if you have a prayer request, I would love to read it if it has to have, you know, whatever it is, I would love to pray over your relationship, over your marriage, over your situation. You can DM me. I'll voice memo you back um, with a prayer. I have no problem doing that. Um, but I really do believe that, um, you know, God, God put all of this together, right? Like God created all this technology so we could spend some time together. Okay, here we go. Father God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you that you allow there to be issues in our relationships, to be honest with you. If there's never an issue in our relationship, we'll never grow. If there's never an issue in our relationship, it'll never allow the sides of us that need to be exposed and worked on to actually be exposed and work on. So Lord, I thank you so much for allowing things to be exposed in our relationships because they are opportunities for us to figure out what direction to take it in. And so Father God, I pray over the relationships this evening. I pray over our hearts. I pray for our minds to be sober. I pray for our children to be protected. But most of all, Lord, I pray that everybody that can hear the sound of my voice understands that their identity is rooted in being your child, your son, your daughter of God. That's who they are first before their wives, before their husbands, before their daughters, before their boyfriends and girlfriends, aunts and uncles, their sons and daughters of God. And allow us to just bask in that identity first before we figure out all the other ties. So I thank you so much, Lord. I ask that you continue giving us peace in our household or at least opportunities for peace. And would you just cover each and one of our doors and windows with the blood of Jesus, Father God. Allow everybody to be safe especially during these crazy times. We love you so much. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, listen, if you're in a season of your life where 
you feel like there is a conflict in your relationship that you want to overcome, whether it's not really knowing how to have that release or not really knowing how to surrender your relationship to be able to have that release. Um, would you um, go to the link in my bio and book a sales call? I want to help you overcome the number one conflict in your relationship so that you can finally have peace and show up as the partner that you desire to be. Because all of this stuff that you are ain't good, all right? It's interesting, right? Like January's over, everybody already forgot about the new me, new change. Like now this is the, this is the month that everybody cycles back into who they used to be and, I, and God doesn't want that for you and neither do I. So if you're ready to do this work, not just for your relationship, but for you, go to the link in my bio and book a sales call. I wanna help you, okay? Listen, share this podcast with all of your amigos, subscribe to it, leave a comment on Apple iTunes and Spotify, whatever you platform you listen to, you can go to my website, KarinaFDaves.com and subscribe to my newsletter, Release Your Relationship, where I share weekly gems on how to surrender your relationship, okay? And the last thing I want to say is I also live on TikTok. Please do not get involved in the comments. They're wild, okay? Um, anyways, I love you so much. If you have any other questions, you can put them in the question box. I'll stay on a minute or two to read them. Um, Oh, Bluey, this is so beautiful. I don't know how to be a wife. God, please give me the wisdom. Guide me through my traumas that they don't show up in my marriage in a negative way. Show me the way to go. Wow, that's beautiful. I pray over that too. And Lord, ask you, I don't know your name, but not just that um, they don't show up in their marriage, but even if they do, I pray that you have a partner that is understanding and that you both can figure out the resources necessary to help you through that, okay? All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, please pray for my daughter-in-law, Andrea, and my son, Louis, who are going through a separation because of a third person in the relationship. That's hard, Maribel. I'm so sorry that they're going through that. And I pray over their hearts and that they find some type of peace between the decisions that they're making right now. I saw something before that somebody had said blended relationships or blended families. That's definitely something I would love to talk about. We can do that, okay? As you know, or maybe you don't know. So my husband and I have four kids together. I have two beautiful older stepdaughters um, who are amazing. I was trying to say their ages because they just had a birthday in January. And then we have two sons who are younger. Um, and yeah, blended families isn't easy, but it really all goes back to surrendering. <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to do that, okay? I promise to do a live on that, an episode on that. All right. I love you so much. Have a wonderful night. Y te adoro con todo mi corazón. All right. Don't forget to DM me if you need anything, okay? Ciao.